I'm Monica Kelly, and I'm here with Ed McClellan. Ed is the founder of Operation Creekside, and he is also somebody who has a heart for veterans, specifically veterans who have suffered from PTSD. Ed, it's so good to have you today. Hi there, Monica. How are you? I'm good. Now, tell me a little bit about you. How did you get started on this mission field? You know, it's crazy. I was a full-blown raging alcoholic years ago. And uh, when I quit drinking, I needed something that I could do with the same energy, but for a positive effect. You know, I just started mailing care packs out of the garage and it just turned into just an amazing, just an amazing ministry that we still do. Now, when you say you send out care packs, tell me a little bit more about that. Are you sending them to soldiers overseas? We've sent over 15,000 care packs to troops deployed. You know, I'll mail out some this morning. And then a new feature we've started doing in the last couple of years is we also send out medium flat rate box to any veteran in the U.S. And we've had amazing results with that because you never know when somebody needs a pick-me-up. And, you know, you get a box in the mail, let's say, from somebody that you might not even know. And it's full of goodies and encouragement. It really means a lot. And, uh, you know, I've got some good feedback on that. So, you know, when God puts it on your heart to serve, it's not just like one focused thing. It's like, okay, what can I do next? So what can I do here? And what about this over here? You know, it's amazing when you let God run things, because I couldn't even imagine what what we've been able to put together, you know, as a group and as a team. It's just amazing. It's just, you look back and you just smile, like, wow, look what God has allowed us to do. That's amazing. Why specifically veterans for you? You know, I needed a group to serve that I had respect for. And my feeling was all those years that I drank and ran amok, you know, our military since day one of this country has been protecting our freedom. I thought, wow, why don't I serve them? And it turns out they're just such a awesome group of people to serve. You know, our vets and our troops deployed. They're just, they're just incredible people. I got lucky. I picked a good group to serve. What do veterans struggle with the most, Ed? From what I see, I just am around them a lot. It's hard to get back in the civilian world. They're used to order. They're used to routine. You know, they're highly trained. But, you know, all that training in a lot of cases doesn't really mix well with civilian stuff. They have a hard time adjusting, and they they pretty much feel most of us, because I am a civilian myself, they feel most of us just don't get it, and that's true. But then there are some of us, like me, and a lot of people that understand a little bit about what they're going through, and we reach out, we help, and we connect. You know, we can tear down that wall, that military-civilian wall. We can tear it down, and you do that with God's love. You know, you don't do it forcefully. You do it with God's love. Some of these guys, they just need a little bit of direction. A lot of times we have our guys serve, you know. We had a group of vets up here a couple weeks ago at camp. My church buddies came up, and we did a whole bunch of firewood. We gave it away. We gave it away to people who didn't have firewood or people who didn't have money, you know. And so all the guys, even one of our guys, in a, he's in a power chair. Everybody worked. And so when you serve others, you get a you know feeling back of, hey, I've got some usefulness here. You know, it's just amazing what little things like that can do. So let's talk a little bit about PTSD. I know that you have ministered specifically to groups of veterans who have gone through difficult things, suffering from PTSD. What's that like as you talk to veterans? What are they experiencing? A lot of it is unknown. And then the other thing is from I get with talking with my guys is some veterans don't think there's any hope. Another thing is they don't uh, think they can be forgiven. So if you're in scripture at all, you know that those two things aren't true. And so to share that with a veteran that's struggling, whether it's through prayer or whether it's through scripture or whether it's just fellowship, it really means a lot to them. I've got guys that have been to four or five camps, and when they first came in, they didn't talk to anybody. They weren't friendly. They didn't want to hear about God. These guys will tell you now that they love you when they leave. So it's really amazing, and the idea is time. 
You know, I'm not a clinician. I'm a chaplain. Time spent with people, especially if you're for real, means a lot. What a gift. I know a lot of times you'll hear about an individual need and then go out and do everything you can to meet that need. Can you tell us about one of those instances where you helped a veteran with something that they needed? I got information on a a female vet who had a two-month-old child, no vehicle, and father ill, like down in Fresno area. And, you know, just so happens we had purchased this car and we were trying to, you know, get the right fit. And so it was one of those things where all I had to do was make a phone call. And another vet took this young lady out down to Oakdale and presented her with this car. And it was really neat because I don't have to be involved in every little thing as long as the work gets done. And to see the picture, like after it was done, of the young lady standing there with the car seat with the two-month-old in it, getting into the new car that we had helped purchase for her. And that was pretty neat because get it done make it work, help somebody out, and then, you know, the blessings come back. They just do. It's amazing. The VA released its newest suicide, national suicide data, last year and said that including active duty troops, there's an average of about 22 veterans who take their own lives every single day. Can you talk about that a little bit? It's been pretty steady for years. We've lost so many vets to suicide in this country. And, you know, the VA has been fighting a spiritual battle with a clinical approach for quite some time. PTSD is such a complex issue. You know, no case is the same. I feel as a chaplain, you know, as a man of God, that Jesus Christ is who we need to help us with this problem. There's no boundaries. Let God work to heal these men and women because they don't have to die. That's the sad thing about this. None of them have to die. They can be forgiven. There is hope. And they can live a productive life. Those are truths right there. Absolute truths. Christianity Today suggested that churches can help veterans. One is something that you're already doing through Operation Creekside, and that's connecting veterans with each other. Also, knowing good therapists, you know, who hopefully are Christ-based, know how to deal with trauma and are sensitive to what veterans have been through. The last suggestion is really to sit down and listen, you know, without judgment, which is what you've done. Exactly. But another thing, when I get a number, I'm working with a church now that they'll give me numbers here and there. And If it's a young vet and I, I send the message and he doesn't respond, which is what usually happens, I will give his number to one of my guys. And my guys are combat vets and they will reach out. And most of the time, the young vet will respond. And see, it doesn't have to be me. I just have to help get what we need. And what we need is contact because the families do not know whether the young vet is in trouble or not. They just don't know. They do know that he's different or she's different, but they don't know if they're in trouble or not. And the combat vet can figure that out. I don't have to be in control of any of this. What I have to do is be obedient and get these guys connected and help. And even if the help doesn't seem to work, you got to make the effort. That's the biggest thing. Make the effort, go to great lengths, do whatever you can, serve relentlessly. It's that easy. And if we have more people just understanding that they can really help a vet in trouble or a family, it makes a big difference. You were broken. Jesus picked you up and repaired you. And that's the hope that you're offering veterans. You know, it's funny. I consider myself still broken, but God has gave me such a mission that I feel good. I feel good every morning about what I do. And you're like, today... I will go to the post office yet again and drop off care packs. And I just love doing that. It doesn't get old. It's not a duty. And it's like, wow, I'm the one that gets blessed. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that? On the web, operationcreekside.org. We're on Facebook at Operation Creekside. And Task Force Hope, our veterans group, 
there also on Facebook. So we're easy to find. You can Google us and you can see what we're up to. You know, I'd love to talk to people more about the mission. If somebody's listening, a mom or a dad, and they're worried about their child who's come back, what would you say to mom or dad? What sort of things can they do for their kid? Definitely get connected with the VA. That signing on the bottom line gets you all this benefit that is available. Get connected and get connected with peers. Get connected with other vets that have been through what you're going through. Very important. I can counsel with anybody, but a veteran with a veteran is quicker and more effective. Is there any sort of network for veterans working on a peer-to-peer level with other veterans that we're aware of? There are quite a few on Facebook, and there's one site that's called Veteran to Veteran, and social media can be good. I use it for good. I use it for ministry. Well, Ed McClelland, again, who is dedicated to encouraging and helping veterans, especially those dealing with PTSD and people that are thinking of taking their own lives. Ed McClellan, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you, Monica. It's great to share the mission, and I hope we can reach more vets. You know, at some point, we need to take this really seriously, this problem of post-traumatic stress, and do the best we can for our vets.